this is the Talk About God podcast. I am A.B. And Father, oh my goodness, it is 64 degrees out here, 64. I am like, I'm torn because I'm always cold natured, so I don't know if I want to put a jacket on or if I'm just perfectly content. Um, I think I'm going to use it as a blanket just to get all nice and cozy. Um, but yeah, thank you. I managed to get up and out of bed, um, relatively early today. So again, thank you. Um, the struggle has been real. I did find out yesterday, um, or I didn't like really completely confirm, but you know, the, yeah. Anyway, you know, you know what, you know. You know, you know. So I just pray that you be with me today in trying not to. Oh, Lord, please bless me. Sorry. But in trying not to stress out over it, I know, I know as I age, my body's going to fail me. I know this. Um, I just had high hopes. And it's silly. And it's not, you know, life altering and it's not the end of the world, but I remember when you said you were going to heal me. I still, I still believe that. And so this thing is just a struggle because it, I mean, it planted a seed of doubt. in in my heart about you know are you truly going to do what you said you were going to do is that um if that is that actually what's happening or not um (laughs) and the wind picks up and all the leaves rustle and i trust you I do. I trust you. Even though it makes no sense, I trust you. Um, And maybe, I don't know, maybe medication is, you know, what's required, right? You, you invented it. You, it wasn't something we just like, you know, thought up all on our own because we're, you know, that smart. So I don't know, maybe, maybe medication's required. Um, I just pray that you guide me through this and be with me in it and um, watch over me um, as I walk through it and help me um, in it. And I mean, ultimately, like I said, it's not, it's not the end of the world, right? The end of the world would be fabulous. <laughs> I'm ready for that. Um, but yeah, nobody likes suffering, right? I know Jesus. There's no way that he liked it. There's just no. It's he would have to be clinically insane. I don't know, believe he was. I, I feel like he was more sane than any of us. Um, but yeah. Regardless, thank you for this day. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this day. Um, it's dreary. 
the birds are all tore up because it is supposed to rain the next, I don't know, week, <laughs> the next five days or something straight. Um, which is kind of unfortunate. I don't thoroughly love the rain, but um, I am grateful for spring to finally be here. I'm ready to camp. I thank you so much because we get to go camping out on family land and that's so incredibly exciting. Like I, it's one thing to get to camp with that family, right? Like that's, that's normal. That's, that makes perfect sense. Um, but they blessed us and said, you know, you can, you can go whether we're there or not. Um, because we are the, you know, we're the pre-planners, right? Um, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we don't fly by night. We, we like to plan months in advance and all of these things. Um, and so that's a, it's a real blessing. I'm very excited because it's, um, it's one of the places I feel you the most. It's a place that has been prayed at and I'm sure prayed over a lot. So it is, it's like going to church <laughs> for me, probably more special than going to church for me, to be honest. And so I just, I thank you. I thank you so much for that. Um, I'm looking forward to it very much. So I pray that you bless our, our time there. And I pray that you allow them to come to that they get the opportunity to come and join us. It was amazing that they, I was just completely humbled and grateful that they said, yes, we could, whether they, they were, were there or not. But it's always more special when they're there. So I just pray that you, um, knowing that they're last minute <laughs> life, I pray that you get them there. Um, Father, I'm not going to lie. I, I sit here like, you know, I sit here with you and then I go upon, I go about my daily business and I go to work, which thank you for yesterday. You Oh man, you showed up and showed out for me yesterday. You helped me to get things done in a big way. So I just, I pray that you please, please continue to be with me um, in doing so. And, you know, watching over me and guiding me in it and helping me to do things for others. Because I know, I know without a doubt that what I do for a living is a blessing to other people. I know because I now get to interact with them again. And I get to have them tell me that. And it's amazing. It's so amazing. And I just, I thank you so much for that. I love, yeah, I just love what I do. But I also sit there and listen to, like, get caught up on the daily news, right? That's, like, my first thing. Thing. Um, and it's probably not so healthy, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But it's one of those things of like, how am I going to know what the enemy is doing in the world if I'm not paying attention to the world at all? And so I, I listen and I, you know, listen to CNN and Fox and all of the, you know, all of the polar opposites and extremes, trying to find that middle ground somewhere that makes any kind of sense. And right now I'm just so incredibly baffled. And like, I can't be the only one struggling with this wokeness. I cannot be. I cannot be the only person on this planet 
who is saying, why are we now racist? Why is everyone now racist? Why should I now be racist to myself? Why should I now hate me for the color of the skin that I was born with? Just like why should anyone of any other skin color hate themselves for the color of the skin they were born with? This is ridiculous. We were created in your image. And I've already maintained. Pretty sure Adam and Eve were probably dark skinned. Because you can get white, you can get light from dark, but you can't get dark from light. I mean, it just logic, people. And so, why are we now fussing and fighting about it all over again? Something that has not happened for hundreds of years, but we're not standing up for the children that are being trafficked. We're not standing up for slave, you know, sex slaves and and things like that. I don't, I do not understand. I do not understand. Why are we teaching children to be racist? Why are we resegregating schools or wanting to? I've, I've, it's not, apparently it has not happened yet from what I understand, but it's about to, to give safe spaces um, for those who have darker skin and give um, spaces for those who have lighter skin to go to and learn about their white privilege. This is insanity. This is this is insanity, Father. Please, please help me wake up from this unbelievable nightmare. Please, please help me to make heads or tails of any of it. I, I, we keep discussing around the dinner table how we've reached that point biblically where right is wrong and wrong is right. We're there. And, and I know that's a sign of the end times, which we've been in the end times since Jesus came. So, not surprising. It's just, it worries me for the future that my child will have in this world. Like, if he's going to grow up being a bad white man, the, there's not going to be any amount of good that he can do in his life. To quote, atone for the sins that are not his. When did we forget about you? When did we forget about what Jesus did? When did we forget that we are all your children and that you created each and every one of us equal? And like Martin said, Martin Luther King Jr., to be judged by the content of their character and not the color of their skin. I just, I feel like the past, what, 50 to 70 years that we've made such good progress in being true equality, right? There were, yes, there was places we could work on, but we were close. And then, you know, eight years ago, all of a sudden, it rears its ugly head again. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is insanity. And then what, uh... Oh, Father, what was his name? What's his name? Oh, Morgan Freeman. Yes, Morgan Freeman. I love him. For him to straight out say, no, there is no racism. And it's not because he's a rich black man. It's because he's a, he didn't even get into the business until he was in his 50s. He worked hard for everything that he had earned. And he said, like, he's living proof that you can do anything you set your mind to. You can do anything you set your mind to. You know, and the best way to end racism is to stop talking about it. 
That doesn't mean brush an issue under the rug. It means if it's not an issue, quit acting like it is. And I'm not saying that there aren't issues. I, I do fully believe that, Father. You know I believe that. I don't think that people should be scared of the cops. But I think that that is not necessarily an issue of racism. I think that that's an issue of, like, I don't know, unnecessary fear. It's like me having this complex about my dentist, who is family and amazing. But because I grew up having things put in my head about how awful it was to go to the dentist and you know all of these things naturally I am fearful of him it does not make him bad it does not he he did nothing wrong my my dentist did nothing wrong to do he he did he in no way deserves the fear that I have that's not his fault it was years of upbringing and things that I heard around me right like that was the fear And then, of course, like one really bad dentist kind of ruined it all. But, you know, again, it doesn't mean that the dentist I have now is bad. It means that the dentist I had way back when was bad. So, like, are all cops bad? Just because there was one bad apple, are all of them bad? No. In fact, I thoroughly enjoy them. I salute to my police officers. I'm very thankful. So I pray that you please be with with our cops. Um, Be with our dentists at this point. Um, They could probably use a little... A little love as well. Um, so please. It's just so weird to sit out here and watch the sunrise and it's like all gray. Um, but I love you and I thank you because I know that you're with me and I know that you're in it. I know um, Deuteronomy has been interesting in the aspect of its recounting things and shedding a different light, right? Whereas Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers, or Leviticus, well, yeah, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, yeah, were very, very informative and, like, to the point and, like, (laughs) dry and somewhat difficult. It's almost like Deuteronomy is Moses' reminder of, like, hey, I'm fixing to leave you. I, I know I'm going to die. Here's what's so very important that you remember don't forget the things like he recounts all the things you did for them and he rem- he tells them re- like remember your parents were there you were there as children your parents are gone your children never saw these things don't let your children forget what you saw right like those were things you saw in order to build your faith and to help you see that how amazing God is I mean, those are things that they retold that even I look at now as a, you know, Gentile. And I'm like, whoa, how amazing, how, how big and awesome. Like you set a whole mountain on fire just to tell them the Ten Commandments. Thank you for coffee and this like mug that is huge and it's a basically flower vase and I pray that you please forgive my slurping this is so good but anyway
You know, I've always been self-conscious of how loudly I drink, thanks to one uncle who mentioned it when I was young. And like, it stuck with me forever. Note to self, be careful what you say to people, especially when they're young. It has a tendency to stick with you. I remember um, that I know how to spell bridge because I had a relative berate me when I was in elementary school and an awful speller um, wasn't even a very good reader for the longest time either. And instead of kindly helping me, they belittled me so badly that I still remember how to spell the word bridge. And I remember the exact moment that I learned it. So, woohoo! Um, again, actions matter, right? Um, but anyway, Lord, I pray that you just, uh, be with our country. We are a hot mess. I'm a hot mess. So I would, you know, appreciate you being with me too. Um, but it's, it's just sad and hopeful, you know, like I see, I see the good and the bad. I see more people rallying around you. I see the <laughs> mainstream media burying those facts. They're burying anything that isn't coronavirus and, you know, separation, division. All of the mainstream media, um, which is rather annoying. So I just, I pray that you get a hold of them, that they hear your words and they know you and they repent. Um, please be with our president. I say that because I'm genuinely worried about him. Um, I've watched unedited interviews where he says he doesn't know where he even is. I think he was referring to the prompter, but when you add up all of the different interviews where he's kind of bumbled along, with the teleprompter right there in front of him, it makes me wonder, I don't know. I want him to go see a neurologist. Um, that's all I know. So I just pray that you be with him. Um, and that I feel like, yeah, I feel like he needs you. So please be with him. And of course, if he knows you and he loves you, I pray that you bring him to repentance over some of the things that I've heard him say that are just wrong. Um, just like Trump um, prayed for him and his repentance because there were some things that he would say that were just wrong. Um, I, pay, I pray that you be with our legislators too because They've got bills put in front of them that are a hot mess. Um, I don't know what to do, Father. I don't. I don't know. Like, how do how do I even go about as a citizen speaking up about the things that are being put before them that I don't agree with, and like the portions that I don't agree with? I'm down for relief for those who need it. I don't need it. I want them to stop sending me money um but for those who need the relief i'm down i just don't want it to go to amtrak for no reason and 
there are schools that are profiting from this nightmare while parents had to quit their jobs and whatever to to raise their children and to you know make sure that they have an education and things like that it's insanity um so i just pray that you please everything's a mess right now oh my gosh everything's a mess and the human trafficking father like it's just getting worse it's getting worse and worse um we had a little hope we were making progress and like that's just not happening anymore um So I'm going to start here. Convict every single human in the United States that has an issue with porn. And those who have an issue, like pedophilia. I pray that you convict them um, in a big way on it. Because at this point, the supply is, is necessary to meet some sort of demand. And if they're bringing it here, I can have no other recourse but to think that the demand is here, Um, which is terrifying to say the least. So I just pray that you please be with our country. The one place where we're supposed to glorify you the most starts to look a lot more icky when I dig into it in that manner. So, oh, please, please help the kids. Those who are trafficking them I pray that you you weigh heavily on them as well um I thank you of course as always just just for Jesus and this this relationship this relationship right here where I can just sit on a swing and talk to the like the creator of all of this like how insane how utterly insane. <laughs> but thank you. Because you are the only one who can solve all of these problems. And me talking about it and being concerned about it is a start. So I just pray that you be with us. I thank you for always being there for me. Even when I was too stupid. Oh yes, I was too stupid to acknowledge it. Um, I took you for granted for many years. But I'm sorry. They weren't my best. (laughs) Um, But you still like prodigal child me. Brought me home and I thank you for that. I thank you for welcoming me with open arms. As you always do. I pray for my uh, baby Christians. Because I know. I know what that feels like. And like you get that. That weird Jesus high. Right? (laughs) And it's really good and really excited about it. And then, you know, somehow the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he steals your joy. He destroys any bit of patience that you may have had. And he kills your hope. 
and it's it's a whole new ball game when you get your focus right so um pappy we learned we got information right familial information yesterday which is so annoying right that we're at that position in life where we just hear things about family through the grapevine we're those outcasts we're those black sheep and it's um surprisingly not overwhelmingly painful anymore like it's just like oh yeah well that figures right but it's still disheartening because I would think, I mean, we're, we're getting to the three year mark, right? And I'd hoped, I'd hoped, um, that things would be different. I had hoped and my hope is waning father, like in this situation. And then I feel like an awful person because at the same time, my hope is waning, but that I'm not completely heartbroken about it either. Like, it's just so, so such a strange, strange thing. Um, and I don't know if that's just the piece that you're giving me in it. Um, I, I don't know. I like to think it is. I like to think you're giving me peace in it, which would be a wonderful blessing as always um, so yeah I think that that's what I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with you're giving me peace in it so thank you um, if I'm wrong in that convict me please 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 convict me if I'm wrong in that if there is something I can do to make any of it any different for your glory help me bring that to light show me um, and I'll gladly do it I will gladly do it your birds are so happy this morning and I haven't seen your squirrel come back that little thief um, but I thank you for this weather, as always. It's just so warm and nice and pleasant. I pray that you just bless our, our camping trips coming up. Like, I'm so ready, so ready um, to get out and about. Uh, I have family who, um, Poppy, no, sorry, um, who's having babies, and so the way they came about may not necessarily be the most ideal, but a child is always a blessing, and I just pray that you use this, this child in a big way, um, for your glory. I know you will. I have trust, um, that you will. And I thank you for it. Um, allow it to be something that you can rally around and truly celebrate. 
um, super excited. Babies are great. As long as, you know, I'm not the one having any more of them. <laughs> but I thank you. I thank you for them. They're always so cute. But anyway, I just pray that you please be with us as a whole. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I live a unbelievably blessed life and it's not because I have white privilege. It's because I did well with little. I did really well with the little um, that you blessed me with for a long time. (laughs) And then when you gave me more, I did well with a little more. And then when you did, you know, gave me more and more and more. And I I pray that I'm doing well with what you're giving me. Um, I'm genuinely making an effort to do so. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that I am. Um, And with your help, I know I will be. So I just pray that you continue to continue to be with me in it but I have already discussed the fact that like outside looking in I'm crazy blessed by you the fun thing is is when we're outside looking in we always forget the work it takes to get there right we're so quick to forget or to not not really even forget just to not We have no ability to recognize it. We have no frame of reference. We have no, no nothing. Um, So I just, I, I pray that you help us all to be less critical of one another and understand that like, there are there are things we don't know right there are things we don't know about everybody um so we should probably you know not judge too harshly considering that's the way we're going to be judged even in myself included my prejudices right my prejudgments of others and it's (laughs) ironically enough never regarding the color of their skin or their sexuality that's I'm not nah I feel like that's between them and you, right? Um, but the content of their character, and there are some that I unfairly, unfairly judge the content of their character. I don't know. I don't know that it's even that, Lord. I, I prejudge myself for someone else, and then I put that on them. That's what I do. And I need help with that because that's what I should not do, um, that I do, that I really struggle with. I don't really judge other people per se. Like I said, I judge myself and I do it from another person's quote perspective. And then I get upset with them for how they've judged me when it's not them that's judged me, it's me that's judged me. 
aren't I fun? At least I know, right? At least the first step um, is is acknowledging that I have a problem, and it's been an ongoing problem. Um, and I could give like the sob story as to where I think it comes from and, and all of that, but I'm not very big on sob stories. So anyway, I think I know its roots, and I pray that you help me in navigating how to even begin to deal with it, right? Need, need some navigational help. So please help me, please forgive me for that because it's not fair, right? It's not fair to that other person. So please forgive me for it. Please help me to change it and be different. Please. God, I love you. And I thank you. I'm so special that you're always with me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, um, getting the word. I did this morning. <laughs> you just didn't realize it. Um, got into Deuteronomy before I even got out of bed. Um, it's a fun one. And I will gladly recount some stuff um, in a different episode. I just felt like sitting and talking to my father because it's so good oh it's so good and I just suggest you do the same I know it like at first I'm not gonna lie when you first do it and I'm talking talk out loud because he's there like don't do it in your head um there's power in your tongue and when I was a little kid I had this irrational fear that somehow if I spoke out loud to God the devil was going to hear it and he was going to ruin everything. And that was really, um, <laughs> it was making God really small and the devil really big. And so when you flip it on its head and you realize that speaking it out loud, see, I feel like, I don't know if you can hear the wind, but just saying, um, speaking it out loud, using your tongue and the power in it is a very, very, very valuable thing to us as children of God. It's a way of openly and outwardly acknowledging His presence and um, giving Him the respect you would give anyone else. Like, would you have a relationship with someone where you only talk to them in a way that only you could hear? Kind of seems like you're hiding something at that point, right? But anyway, it seems crazy at first um, when you just sit <laughs> by yourself um, and, and take time to talk to God. It, it seems silly, but it feels so good. And I don't just do it on this podcast. Um, so if anything, I'm the crazy person because I do it more often than just once a day. Um, but I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to get in the Word. Learn to lean on God as the true God that he is, right? The God who set a mountain on freaking fire and talked in a way that they could only describe as thunderous. When he gave them, verbally gave them, again, the Ten Commandments, like, he's huge and we only see him in such a tiny tiny limited way 
but he was gracious enough to come down and let us have the ability to not only be completely awed by him, but to be, like, he came down and made himself more relatable through Christ, right? Like, I don't know. I just think it's amazing. So I just pray today that you get to know Jesus a little better, that you get to sit with God and know that Jesus is always, always interceding on our behalf and that we can come to God the same way Jesus comes to God as father and child because Christ lives within you. If you've accepted Jesus Christ, um, Christ lives within you. So you can do it. Anyway, get in the word, have a wonderful day and, um, yeah, it's 64 degrees.